0: Greetings, and welcome to today's show. Today's show is called Healing Trauma, and we have a guest with us today, Deborah Berry. And Deborah is actually a community activist, a future leader of our great city, Richmond, Virginia, um, and she actually has a wonderful story to share. Um, she actually has had her share of trauma and um, hasn't been content with just sitting in it but actually taking positive steps to heal from the trauma. So welcome to the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here. I'm
0: glad you're here. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what makes you want to
1: talk about trauma? So um, basically just my own journey in life, you know, I've had my own set of traumatic experiences. But I believe that if you're walking and breathing in life, you know, everyone goes through trauma Mm -hmm. and has um, a certain set of circumstances that they need to overcome right
0: yeah yeah and so a lot of times I think we get stuck Mm -hmm. in trauma so once things have happened we don't know how to move forward right and we'll continue to live and I remember one of my girlfriends she would always call us the valley of the walking wounded Mm -hmm. because we're all wounded and we're just acting as if we're okay and really we're not
1: right exactly and um One of the things that motivates me to um, find out more about it and heal my own trauma, which I'm currently still doing, I think it's an ongoing process, um, one of the things that motivated me particularly was just finding out that, um, the trauma doesn't have to stay with you, you can heal it, Mm -hmm. and it allows you to be the best version of yourself for other
0: people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent. So, um... Someone recently told me that... I don't, Actually, I don't think I want to say exactly what they told me, but I'll kind of work around the topic. Mm-hmm. And so they said a lot of times people survive. They're survivors yeah. of um, whatever the trauma is. And there's a total difference between being a survivor of trauma and a person who is healed. Right. And so um, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Sure. So firstly, I guess for the listeners, people may not understand what trauma actually is, and from my understanding, it's anything that um, <clears throat> can be devastating to the mind, mm-hmm. and, the, and it affects the body mm-hmm. as well. So an example of that would be um, a soldier going to war and having to kill other people in war or see other people die, um, if that's their first experience, you know, having to kill someone or seeing someone being killed, um, that's a trauma for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, centuries ago, psychologists defined that as post-traumatic stress disorder. So they have a traumatic event, and then when they come home, um, they're back in kind of like their normal day-to-day. They can't get that traumatic experience out of their mind. Mm-hmm. They have um, bad dreams about it. And it starts to affect the body. So um, <clears throat> they may try to suppress the thought, but the body remembers, mm-hmm. and it starts to affect how they communicate with other people. Um, so that's just an example of trauma. And my thoughts on it is, or my discussion today is about healing it, why healing is important, and how to heal. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> the process of healing can be different for different people, mm-hmm. um, depending on the level of trauma. Um, as I mentioned, I believe that everyone has some sort of trauma, so what I just explained was pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. However, something that may not be as extreme is a person having a car accident. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, they could kind of maybe get triggered by maybe driving past the spot where the accident occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, they may try to avoid it just because they, whenever that happens, they get the memory of it. Um, <clears throat> and they may try to start to heal from that, um, depending on the severity of the, the car accident, they may need therapy. So talk therapy is really good to talk about the, um, the circumstance. But to try to get your body to forget the trauma there are other types of therapy that are available and one is something you can do on your own it's called EFT mm-hmm. and that stands for emotional freedom training. So <clears throat> um, let's see acupuncture is a field that I was interested in and I found that the EFT training kind of draws some of the um, some of the therapy that acupuncture provides. So an acupuncturist focuses on 14 different points of the body. They're referred to as meridian points. And all of these points, if they're working properly, allow the body that allow the body's energy to flow. Mm-hmm. When you have a traumatic experience, your body can hold on to the trauma even if your mind doesn't fully remember it. Or if you don't have the words to describe it, the cells in your body have memory. So your body's holding on to the trauma which causes energy in your body to be trapped so it cannot flow appropriately. Um, <clears throat> acupuncture um, allows the release of this energy so that your body can let go of the trauma mm-hmm. and it allows you to f- focus and, and fully function mm-hmm. as a whole person. So there are different points on the body, and you can do them yourself. Um, There are YouTube videos. There are um, different books out there on how to do EFT um, on yourself, or you can have a professional help you. Mm -hmm. So a couple of the meridian points on the body, one starts here on the top of the head. um, The third is here in between the eyes. There's another one here right under the lip. There's one on the chin. And then there's one on each point of your hand. Mm So, um, just doing certain or specific tapping on those areas on the body um, are to help release the trapped
0: energy Mm -hmm. that one may find from their trauma. Mm -hmm. So, what if they um, release these blocks? Mm -hmm. What would they feel?
1: They would feel, (laughs) depending on the severity of the trauma, they could feel that they're no longer in a fog. Mm -hmm. Um, They could feel that their mind now has um, a better way of looking at certain situations. Um, One example of a trauma that is not as intense of being a war vet and is not as light as a car accident could be a um, traumatic incident from a relationship. So um, sometimes children can be the can be the greatest population to receive trauma and a lot of times that comes from their caregivers. Um, And in this case, that leaves a child um, in a position where the trauma is imprinted on them. Because from the ages of zero to seven years old, you're kind of in, from what I've read and understood, you're in like a um, a trance where your body and your brain are allowing you to absorb and learn Mm -hmm. The environment around you. So your parents serve as a template, if you will. They serve as um, something that you or uh, people that you learn from, mm-hmm. and it sets you up for, like you know, the rest of your adulthood. So if you have a traumatic experience as a child, and it comes from a caregiver, um, the time frame of which that occurs can produce an emotional block that doesn't allow you to have the correct words um, to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And it can also bring this fear of intimacy. Um, And intimacy goes beyond just a sexual intimacy, because you can have intimacy with your friends, your mother, your father, your brother, sister, and it's just like being comfortable, looking at someone in the eye and feeling secure and free. But if that's lost in your childhood due to a trauma, then in the future, that kind of proposes a block mentally for you to connect and create relationships that are healthy mm-hmm. with other people. Does that answer
0: your mm-hmm. question? Um, I think so, a little bit. Okay. So um, as far as you go, and you using these techniques, mm-hmm. how have these techniques helped you? So um,
1: they release that blocked energy they release um, and dilute the memory of the trauma that my cells and my brain hold. So I've used the EFT, mm-hmm. but I've also used, um, have gone to a professional and used M, or EMDR, which is um, eye movement, um, desensita- desensitization, um, and I think the last letter stands for recoding. So it's something along the lines of um, allowing the eye movement to connect with um, the memory to decode and kind of rewire how your brain holds the trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this particular technique, the therapist um, used buzzers. So I held on to two buzzers, and they made um, vibrations and sensations in my hand. And this helped to connect to... Um, my brain and while I was thinking about the trauma that occurred to me I was talking through the trauma so I would talk about what memory I had of it and then I would allow myself to say what is happening in reality versus what happened in my trauma so if my trauma made me feel unloved, scared, isolated I would repeat as the buzzers are in my hand, I am loved, I am not afraid, Mm -hmm. and I am not alone. So I'm reconditioning the thought and the pattern that was ingrained in me from the trauma Mm -hmm. that happened years ago. Um, So that's just a a technique that is really started in the 90s with um, the studying of it and the progress that it's made. Um, It's really found to be helpful for a lot of people. War
0: vets have used it. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard so much this stuff about EMDR. And mm-hmm. actually one of my best friends, actually my best friend, um, she's a therapist and she loves EMDR. Yes, it really works. Um, so, but specifically for you, um, how do you feel differently? Like, is it immediate? Um, what are you noticing in your life as a result?
1: So the trauma that I had, um I, th- I believe that it it did not allow me to trust and communicate very easily with people that I wanted to be close to, with friends that I wanted to form close relationships with, with, um, you know, uh, my husband that at the time that I wanted to form a deep relationship with it, it blocked me from feeling as though I can trust, someone that's close to me Mm -hmm. or it blocked me from allowing myself to fully love Mm -hmm. um in that way so the energy throughout my body my body was remembering the traumatic instance and it was not allowing me to be my greatest and full self Mm -hmm. so i noticed a traumatic a a really traumatic change in my trauma (laughs) um i i still am a work in progress i have more to go i have more um more work to do to deal with other trauma in the past. And what I'm learning is that when i holding on to trauma and, and not being, not letting it go and allowing certain areas in my body to be blocked, it also kind of plays tricks on your mind because you allow the trauma to make you afraid. So then you have fear. And when you start a new relationship, you know, you have a clean slate with a new person, Um, You find yourself falling in love, but there's a fear of the trauma that you had in the past reoccurring. Mm -hmm. Um, You have old memories um, or old, um, or triggers. So you could see someone, if you had a relationship where someone, you know, the relationship ended because that person cheated on you or they weren't being honest with you, and now you're in this fresh relationship, and one of the triggers in the past was, you knew that whenever your old partner was on the phone, you know that they were doing something that you felt was inappropriate. So then now, when you're in this fresh relationship, you mm-hmm. see your new partner on the phone, and you're triggered, and you, you know, you haven't let go of that old, old wound. Um, so, in addition to the EFT and the EMDR, um, one of the biggest things that I found is working for me in healing my trauma is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's another component that um, I found to be very helpful. Mm-hmm. So you have to not only forgive um, maybe the person that it contributed to your traumatic experience, but forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget to forgive themselves because um, you know that can be a little bit more difficult than mm-hmm. trying
0: to forgive other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you actually said a few things that um, goes right into a lot of what we talk about here. So you spoke about um, children being imprinted Mm -hmm. um, from the age of like zero to seven. And um, like what I always say, a lot of the thinking that we have is kind of undercurrent, underlying. We don't really realize that we're thinking this whole pattern of stuff that really keeps us locked in the situation that we're in. And so um, it's really just stuff that's just handed to us from Mm -hmm. our families, our community, and we just accept it as if this is true, it's the law, it's the way it is. Sure. Um, And so part of, I think, living your best life and realizing um, that there's more that Mm -hmm. you um, can have would be to release those Mm -hmm. things. Um, And I like what you said about... The cells remembering, mm-hmm. like it's in your body. And I, I know a lot of times what I'm saying is um, envision yourself where you would like to be. Yes. And then play that vision mm-hmm. over and over. And so basically, what I'm saying is. St- uh, create a new neural pathway. Mm, yes, you are. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes yep. exactly. And so rather than keep going into that same ditch mm-hmm. that we're used to going into, mm-hmm. like we're actually creating a whole new pattern yep. of thinking, of feeling about yourself. And mm-hmm. those are the things that draw. When you think differently mm-hmm. about yourself and about the world, mm-hmm. then things change. That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, it is very true. And then your thought process allows you to connect to your body. Mm -hmm. So to help change the memory of the cell, um, you're more in tune to your thoughts. You trust yourself more, your instincts. Um, The fear no longer takes a toll and plays tricks on you. Mm -hmm. Fear can be a tricky thing because it can make you see and hear things that don't even exist. Right, exactly, Yeah. yeah. Um, and one more addition to the healing process, so forgiveness being a big component, forgiving yourself, forgiving others. Um, yoga is, I found for myself, is a really good practice because it puts you in touch with the how your body feels. Mm-hmm. So any type of exercise as well, but I find yoga to be very helpful for me. And meditating, which I know that mm-hmm. you, you've done, um, and I've listened to your podcast before and, and reading your book, your marathon training, mm-hmm. um, did you feel like you were kind of getting in the zone when you ran long distances? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also trained for the marathon, mm-hmm. and I learned that running long distances puts you in that zone, and it's like a form of meditation mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. because you, you know, you kind of disconnect from thoughts, and your thoughts exactly. are not you, exactly. you know. Yes, and it's funny
0: that you say that, because so many people say, how do you just run that long. Mm. What are you thinking about? And I'm just like, mm. I'm not thinking about anything.
1: Yep. And that's like <laughs> yeah. a, a wonderful way to yes. meditate. Because mm-hmm. sometimes for me to just sit still and try to not think, I'm thinking more because mm-hmm. I'm trying to not exactly. think. But when I'm running and doing something, mm-hmm. it comes
0: easier. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to this show today, thank sharing you for some me. things about yes. um, EMDR mm-hmm. and EFT and it. The tapping, um, hopefully one day we'll get to talk more about the tapping. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's like really interesting. So mm-hmm. you say here, here, mm-hmm. Yeah, here. these are
1: different um, acupressure points. Yes. yes.
0: Yes. So, yes. and So if you guys get a chance, go mm-hmm. ahead and look up EFT and tapping um, as a way to release blocked energy in your absolutely. body. And to really reduce, um, I guess, the, the er mm-hmm. part of trauma. whatever trauma is going on absolutely. in your life. So, again, thank you for coming. Thanks again for having me. Sure. (laughs) So, you guys, I hope you enjoy the show. And please visit my website at com and get your free gift. Until next time, bye.